This is Talk Pink with, with Pink, Pink Ladies, Ladies Inc. on WR. Now listening. You are now listening. You are now listening. You are now listening. You are now listening. We're cracking. You now tuned in to the Pink Lady Show. 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 to you i'm gonna get the rap i'm a busting with the Yo, rap yeah, left eye day. style y'all don't even know sure. i was so ready just now and i was like say what say what say what and i just got lost man so. whatever <laughs> hi you guys welcome hi. to the pink lady show with your favorite girl gang i am ari gang 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 it's your girl miss pinky hey boo hi what's going on i'm just glossing and flossing you, you know how look a little you look a little shiny <laughs> in a good way yeah got my fenty uh what is it called? Trophy wife, yes. ho. Eh. Got it on, girl. I'm ready. Y'all, we have a special guest in the studio today, our friend Torian. Yeah. What up, what up, what up? Pink Lady Show. What's up, ladies? How y'all doing? Hi. Fine. I like this little, I mean, this, this voice I got right here sounds real sexy. I got this like Barry, <laughs> I, I got this little Barry White going on right here. You feel That's me? Real soft. Call me yeah. up right now and at night. Are you available? Late. Am I available as of been like... I'm nosy. I just got right to it. Yeah. Like, I just I, got right look, to it. Are you like, available? You I, listen, 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 listen. I'm on my business. I'm, I'm not available. Okay. I'm not available. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a single man to myself. Oh, so okay. I'm not available. I'm locked in. I'm locked into myself right now. Okay. So the availability rate is... Uh, low? It's low. Okay. It's low, man. It's low. Ladies. They out there, though. Don't get it twisted. They out there, though, ladies. I see you, baby. Ladies. So he's single. <laughs> baby. But um, but nah, he's not interested. Not interested right now, man. It's too much money out here, man. Shit, last time I got interested in something, I was broke. Okay. <laughs> It'd be like that, though. It'd be like that. Poor yeah, six, yeah, man. <laughs> but I'm glad to be up here with y'all, man. We're this happy is to nice, have man. you. This is dope. What up? Please tell Torian. the people about yourself. Yes, my name's Torian Carnival, man. Big T. Uh, what can I say about myself? Uh, I'm kind of a cool dude. I like to do stand-up comedy, man. I'm glad I got a chance to come up here to do this because I actually have a YouTube channel, YouTube show, Personal Space TV. Hey. So we're going to return a favor and have y'all pop out. Or I can bring the cameras up here one day and we can do our own little thing. We're moving it around. Whatever we y'all want to do, you feel me? That sounds um, What? I do stand-up comedy. I'm an MC. I'm a host. I'm a teacher. Uh... I like rocking with the community, man. I like having fun, having a good time, and enjoying myself, man. If there's anything that's more important, man, that's the growth of our people. So I'm all in it. If it's for the people, man, it's for us to have fun, have a good time, and to grow. Other than that, you know. That's how I met him, honestly, doing stuff, like being around in the world, and he's just out here. Just yeah, man. Being around the world. Like what, volunteering or something? Everywhere. He's everything. just everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere you go, like anywhere I go. Somehow or some way, this man pops yeah, up, yeah. and I never like I didn't really know him, but because of six seven, like we got to meet and blah blah blah. But um, he's everywhere, doing yeah, everything. I do everything, organizing man. events. Everything. I'm trying to get involved with everything, man. You know, and I do everything by myself. Like you know, shout out to my you know my manager, Space Bar Recording Studios. But a lot of things I just do by myself because uh, not everybody got the same ambition like me. Everybody okay. cannot move the way I move. I'm up all night, twenty four seven. Like mm-hmm. I sleep for like three hours a day. And thinking about the next move and thinking about, you know, what's coming up next, man. Right. You say you're a stand-up comedian? Yeah, I do a little stand-up comedy as well. I've been doing that for like three years, three, four years here and there. Where have people seen to. you? Like, where's your um, favorite spot to pop out? The, my favorite spot to pop out I haven't been to in a while the Stress Factory it's been mm. a minute since I've been in the Stress Factory Um, I do a bunch of things in Tom's River shout out to uh, what's my man's name Chris Rockwell I did a couple things with Chris Rockwell it's another cat that we know too it's a little other uh, the white boy that did it at the Sage House 
Jack Jack Steiger. Yeah, what up, Jack? Jack Steiger. Shout out to Jack Tiger, Jessica Alamino. You know, a lot of them comics out there, you know what you call. So I, I've done a couple spots. And not only that, like when I do hosting shows and stuff like that, I get a chance to flex a little comedy stuff out there mm-hmm. too. A lot of that's off the top. Like, and I get to have that five and get to have that fun with Who's people. Who's your favorite stand up? My favorite stand up well, comic. I'm going to go Ever? female first. Female? Yeah. Who's your favorite female right now? <sighs> female right now, Ali Wong. Yeah, I like Ali Wong. Fun. Yo, Did Ali Wong, funny as hell. Yeah, always oh maybe. I've seen the movie Always Maybe. Always Be My yes, Maybe, which is great. Maybe. It's yeah. amazing. And then I've seen both of her stand-up comedies, which is uh, which is pretty, which is pretty good. The fact um, that she does clearly that I need to And she did it pregnant. Things. Yeah, you got to check out Ali I Wong, I have a high man. rating for them on my Netflix. I just always skip over them. Mm-hmm. I got like 98% and I just skip She's them. She's hilarious. You would like her. What about your favorite... Male. Favorite male comedy. Any, any, any... Um, that Oh, dead or, no, alive right now. Alive right now. Dead is too easy. Yeah, that is kind of easy. Um, alive right now. My favorite comic right now that's alive. A male comic. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of good that's ones. A, it's out it's there a now. lot of good ones out there, man. Like I like and I like too. I like different comics for different things. Mm-hmm. You know, every like some comics are funny doing jokes a certain type of way or the way they address their Com- comedy when they come to the stage mm-hmm. like I like Michael Shea um, mm-hmm. he's dope because he brings a lot of he's so real it's like real yeah. down to earth Corey Holcomb is somebody that's just I stupidly just funny him. yeah he like just stupidly, he's just stupidly funny he's like the cat that you can see outside that's on the corner that's always like what's your favorite your type of humor like that. Um, my favorite type of humor I like dry humor me too I like dry humor, man. I love I dry humor like, because you could slide, you could you could throw slick things mm-hmm. in there and be sarcastic. Even though when I do comedy, there's nothing dry about it. I try to be as real. I try to make the comic as a comedy that I do as real as possible. Yeah, like, but it's something, something that you about that making you think twice. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I didn't even. I had to read do and then come back to it. They'll say something so blunt, and it's oh my goodness. Sometimes it's. It's just too funny. Yeah, like, some, it, it's dry. They don't give you that. I love, I love humor that the words just stand for itself. Yeah, like you don't have. It's not slapstick where you got to be like yeah, you know, all got, the crazy nah. stuff. Right. But I like it to get, get to, to the yeah, point. Yeah, get to the point. But love two, it. two, uh, it's two brothers that do comedy. I can't think of their name right now. They're twin brothers, and um, oh my god, their name was on the tip of my tongue. And their comedy is special. Because it's two people and they're going back and forth of each Not other. The twins. The twins. Yeah, the twins. The twin black brothers, light okay. skin. Yeah. Like, yep. Z, Z, you could have been a third brother. You could have been, they could have been <laughs> triplets. Because you could have fit right into them. But um, they're writers. They're amazing writers. I can't think of the name for the top of my head for nothing. I'm not yeah, feeling sure about that. But about. their comedy is so well because it's so different because they can bounce off, they bounce back and forth of each right. other. Literally do stand up comedy with mm-hmm. each other on the stage. And like, he says something and then he'll have his rebuttal and then the rebuttal right. will be funny and then it goes back. It's like a whole drawn yeah. out conversation. I like different. ping pong comedy. Like that. Yeah, and I it's different. That. So like, I got some new things that like uh, you probably won't see this year, but going forward, my comedy is going to expand into something different. I kind of like where I'm taking it because uh, okay. I'm adding more things to it. Like okay. watching them do it, I'm adding things to it that you don't see in comedy and stuff like that later well, hopefully on. Hopefully, so. another year so we do a recap with you. Yeah, and see how going. yeah, yeah. Do you have anything now? You said you know next year you're going to have the new stuff out, but do you have anything coming out this year? Coming out this year, I'm working on something um, August 10th for myself. Um, and, and, and even when I say for myself. It's uh, more so for other comics, man, because uh, I host. 
and right. hosting and doing MCing sometimes, man, I can't get that up sometimes. Sometimes I like being a host and having that control of who's next and who's going on. Right. So I'm going to do the, I'm gonna be doing comedy shows for more or less other comics though. Okay. I'll be doing my stand up as well, but I'll be doing only hosting and putting our young comics out there and some of the older comics out there, and then probably moving on the next year. Maybe I'll you know have somebody else hosting it, and then they get to call me out on the stage when I get to where I want to be. Well, right? just call Pink Lady Show because we're real good at it. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually call the ladies. Uh, I actually have one more question. Yeah, go so people get to know you. Yeah. What type of drama do drama? What type <laughs> of humor do you normally portray in your stand up? That depends on the mood, because mm-hmm. um, honestly. I can go off the top, mm-hmm. you know. I can come in there with, you know, something. I can come in there. I can come with a uh, opening joke, something I already know, mm-hmm. something I already done for years. Mm-hmm. That'll be the opening, you know. And then from there, depending the on how the week, club. yeah, depending on how the week is or what mm-hmm. happened in this week, or because I'm, 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 I'm like that. Like I'm the type of person that be like, all right, I may have this whole thing. I have a whole backup thing that I can go through from right. joke mm-hmm. to joke. But if something happened on Monday, you hike on audience, yeah, like I'm, I don't hike on audience. But if you're in the audience, I talk about the collective. Oh, okay. So I was like, like you don't hike so on like, the audience. The way like, he looked like, I don't do it, but. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I hike on the collective. If mm-hmm. a lot of white people in there, I let y'all know that y'all, that's a lot of y'all in right. here. And what y'all do, and right. I'm the only black person in here. So the first thing I do, I check all exits, you know. Because right, <laughs> right. if somebody just gets in the text message, a race war breaks out right now, I just want to make sure I get, get to the nearest exit, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of those things I do, like, I hike on that, but, like, no... I don't particularly, you know, point nobody out or nothing mm-hmm. like that. Unless who who you know. stood out to you th- in the past, like, three months that you've been, you know, going to different comedy clubs? Who stood out to you the most? Um, A couple cats, man. Uh, I'm big on my, my boy Lonnie Bray. Um, Lonnie Bray. But Lonnie Bray is a young brother that I followed for a minute. And actually, around the time I got into the comedy, he was in comedy as well. Um, I got a frat brother that's also do comedy. Shout out to my boy J.O. I got a couple of frat, brother, frat brothers that do comedy, too. But are they too. good, though? I understand um, that you're Jay is good. Jay is good. Right. Jay is... Jay, they actually... They're, they're okay. Jay mm-hmm. is good, man. Jay is good. Baker Bone is good. Zig is good. You feel what I'm saying? Like... What's the guy named that worked with Dave Chappelle on his show? Oh, he was Ashley Larry. Ashley Larry. I can't remember his actual name. I just call him Ashley Larry. I saw his stand-up, and it's still... Stick out to me to this day. Yeah. He's super, super funny. Yeah, he's funny as hell. Yo, it's Donnell Rollins. Donnell Rollins. Look I yeah. see him recently slam, too. Slam. Yeah, what? Because I be in these comedy clubs, yo. I see that. I, and you <laughs> have to be. Your man's on his way up, man. Your man's on the way. Your man's on the way up, and I like yo. Zig. I like Zig comedy, man, because it's outlandish. Like, it's out. Pardon me, it's outlandish, and the things that he said, I can't say. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's not that I can't say it. That's not my style. You yeah. know, so that's his speed. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I love about comedy because yeah, some things everybody, don't work yeah, for everybody. everybody like, has like, their okay. speed. Like, everybody has their lane. Like, I'm a teacher, too. So, like, certain things that, like, I would want to yeah. say, like, I want to be at because I don't need none of my kids coming back be like, Richard C., I heard you say that damn joke. <laughs> I heard you say that titty milk joke. I'm like, oh. Remember they did that on Insecure with yeah. the girl? Yeah. She was like, oh, remember you said this? Remember you said this? That's <laughs> why it, I'm, a, I'm a teacher, too. That's why some things. Some places I don't say here. I say whatever. I don't care. Yeah. But some places, if I'm being recorded, I'm like, oh, yeah. You got to be careful what you say. I like know. I show, I show uh, my kids. Um, I did a rap video. I did a rap video with one of my boys a long time ago, and it was like all about weed. And I, being the person that I am, when I did the song, I kept that in mind that like they're gonna do a video for this. So my lyrics was a little bit off of mm-hmm. the tracks, 
But when you see the video, I'm not smoking in there and nothing like that. I kept I was so smart yeah, about it. Right. And mind you, mind you, this was years before I became an official teacher too. I just knew that I was gonna use this again. Right. <laughs> and it was gonna come back. So when I showed them when I showed my kids now, I work at a behavioral school. I teach at a behavioral school. So like when I showed them that now, it kinda went hand in hand mm-hmm. to where I was at because I'm at a behavioral school and they mm-hmm. do what they do. So like it, you know, it works some out. Even like with that. the bad ones, you can kind of give them. You like, can give them a leeway. Yeah, you get some yeah. leeway. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You ain't gonna feel that bad. And they kind of understand them. They they see you as a real person. Yeah. That's why I love. I love dealing with anybody with a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I can get paid to help fix this child, man, woman, whoever, I am there. Yeah, that's I what it's it. in for. So I'm working on my master's now. Actually, matter of fact, yeah, to be that. public administration. I want to get my doctorate in education. That's what I'm big on. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like everything else. You know, I did radio for a long time. Like, I did radio in Philly. I did radio, radio in New Jersey. And I worked on MTV. So I did radio for a while. And I love radio. I'm actually trying to get back into radio at one point or another. But, like, I got my degree in communication mm-hmm. and broadcasting. Yeah. And once I found out, like, all right, so I got this degree. Um, I didn't really need that shit. Right. <laughs> for, com- <laughs> for, for communication and broadcasting. I really didn't I'm need right it. Now. But, you know what? I went and traded in because I learned a lot. I did certain things about what we do. That you cannot, that you have to get into a mm-hmm. book. Like some of the secrets and stuff like that is inside of a book, and yeah. that's some of the best yeah. information. Is that's that so? Like, although like I didn't need a degree to get into radio, I'm actually happy that I have that degree in there because you know just to have a job in certain fields to have right. that paper makes sense. So you know, I encourage it's, everybody it's like to get that saying, paper. It goes into a different type of knowledge. People who yeah. read books, research things. You know, talk, have discussions with people, have a person over them to say, yeah, this is right. Well, take it out. It, it cancels out the learning the hard way type of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, you don't have to go through all these avenues just to learn the same thing you could have learned at Chapter 12. Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> just, some people don't understand. Sometimes it's they don't. like literally nothing has ever happened in life that you cannot find in a in book. In a book. Exactly my nothing. point, man. So nothing. I say that to say this, man, coming up like next week and stuff, I, I collect books from my school every year. So this is my second year there. I got a bunch of books in my storage I steal unit. books, so please don't do so, that. So no, what I'm about to tell me. you is I'm 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 be giving away books throughout the week in Lakewood, New Jersey, man. You'll find me on MLK on the town squares. I'm giving away free books. If you want to come, through, come grab a book. I'll send it to you and let you know what's yeah. up with that. Like just come out there and bring your kids out and grab a book. You'll just see me out. So Looking like one of them bums on the street with a table with mad books on <laughs> it. Like but I like to do that, man, because you know, um, reading is very essential and um, I'm big on that. You Have know you ever that? heard of books on the subway? Nah, I never heard that before. Oh, I love them. Uh, look There's them these up. girls, yeah, they yeah. have a podcast as well. Yeah. And yo, they really leave books on the subway. There's a there's a um a sticker you put on a book and you kind of like switch it out. They have something in West Orange where like there's a book. Show where you just yeah. come and get yeah, I want to oh do God, that, I man. I, you that. know, yes, uh, in a town by in a town over by me, um, one day I was riding past there and they had like the stand up and it was like take a book, leave a comment, like yeah, this little something like that, stuff yeah. like that. I want to do something else outside of just giving these books away. I would love to do like a bookathon, or if you take mm-hmm. a book and read it, bring it back to me. I can give your kids yes. something or something like that. This, that, and the third, because I'm very, I'm very, very big on reading, especially within our people, because. Our children are at such a, re- a low reading level mm-hmm. that is it's crazy. Sad. It's, it's sad. Insane. It's super sad. You, you know what I'm saying? Not, you so, have no idea how many friends I have with children who always asking me, asking me to help their kids with their reading. You don't know how and many they're like adults. Nine, That's what I was you don't know how many say. adults like, that I know that how like bad yo. It is until your peers can't read. Yeah, until like, you, you realize that your peers can't your, read. Your age and you know they they're reading something off a menu or they're reading something you know whatever and they're. 
And, and it, you know, like it's stuck. And, and, yeah, and, and, it's you, just like what? Yeah, and you know what's bad? It's Parmesan. So <laughs> <laughs> For real though, it is. It's Parmesan. <laughs> right. Like that's called garlic. <laughs> <laughs> Onion, <laughs> not opinion, nigga. Just like ion. I said that ion. Oh, no, sometimes, no, no, no. Sometimes not? I get like, real petty. Like it's okay. Take your time. Take your time, bro. Take a deep breath. You know. <laughs> but it's true though, man. That you know, and and to a point, sometimes I feel like we glorify that we can't read because it's like some type of cool thing, like like. When you see some of our, uh, when you look into the movies, right, and some of our uh, gangsters that go into and go into the menus, read menus, they say whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just want, and they be wrong as hell. But they had this I don't care attitude about it. When you had this cocky I don't care attitude about it, when it comes towards you, you don't care about me. I don't know what I need to read mm-hmm. for. Da, 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 da. You know knowledge what I'm saying? Knowledge is then power. Knowledge is power. Right. Damn, I should never took that shirt off. I had that shirt on. I came in. Here. <laughs> I had a shirt that said Schoolhouse Rock. Knowledge is power on it. I was thinking to myself the other other day, like intelligence is really a superpower. And then, it is. It is. And then, and then my just, friend goes, knowledge is power. I'm like, oh, that's what that came from. That's exactly what that came from. It is, man. So it's important that, uh, you know, we continue to open our minds and read. Because, you know, and another thing, especially being a teacher and teaching these young kids that don't know much about racism, that don't know much about, listen, I teach 7th grade, and some of them didn't even know who Trayvon Martin was. One of them told me he was a singer. Mm. And one of them told me that his dad went to school with him. Wow. <laughs> I said, you Ooh. know what, Trayvon Martin? He said, yeah, I think so. My dad went to school with him. I think wow. my dad went to school with him. I was like, boy, sit your little Puerto Rican ass. <laughs> so, yeah. and when you teach these, when you find out these things, you know they're not reading the newspaper. You know they're not getting taught the information. Reading the newspaper. And you, you, huh? yeah, like, you know they're not really doing a that. You feel me? Like, you could tell they're not really reading the newspaper. <laughs> they're not like. reading the newspaper. They're not reading the news. They're not even opening their eyes to see is. nothing. They know RLS. They know all, they know everything else. That's, that's the North, that's the North, North. Uh, social media. Oh, that's, that is, yeah, like. That's like go the down. Scoop, no, for real. Oh, like the Lakewood Scoop? Yeah. Like the Lakewood Scoop? Yeah. Lakewood Scoop is a piece of shit, though. Like, Lakewood Scoop only, they only talk about certain things. They don't get to that. That's what I tell people. If you see me, Beat a bitch ass and pop ass. I'm gonna be on LS, LS media. Like, <laughs> Zig gonna be a Lakewood scoop. You feel me? Right. <laughs> Front page of Lakewood scoop. I'm gonna get into the bag. Get y'all. into the bag. Let's get into the bag. Right, Let's plug, do this. Plug, plug. Plug. Everybody. What is the what is the bag? Everybody just pluck one. Yep. Yeah. All right. So is this what I'm saving for later? That is yours. This is mine. Yes. <laughs> cool beans. This is too big. Ow, that's what she said. Oh, you nasty. Mm. You're a guest, so you can go <laughs> I first. I have said that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I have said that. All right, my, mine is hookup culture thoughts. Hookup culture, as if in, like, sexual relationship culture? Absolutely. Hookup culture glorified way too much. I think that uh, our kids, are, I think our people in general are hyperly sexualized. You know and what I, I saw think... on Twitter? I didn't mean to cut you off. You know what I saw on Twitter? Mm. This guy said, y'all, it's funny as hell how y'all girls really glorify being a slut or being a hoe, something like that, they said. And I was like, that's very true. Like, you'll yeah. see, like, you'll be clowned nowadays for being a lady rather than, like, you're not going to twerk in the middle of the street? What do you mean? Like, or, like, the song is the on. The problem is there's like, a fine line between, like, embracing your sexuality and being comfortable, like, with who you are. And if you're a sexual woman, that's okay. Yeah. But it's not okay to be out here being. And that's the fine line. Being doing nasty, most. doing the most. Like it's okay. I feel to... like there's nothing wrong with twerking anywhere you are. And, and there's and there's a and there's a fine line with that. There's, there's a, nothing wrong with twerking, but you I know just don't feel like is? you should force your whatever you're doing on another person. Right. Absolutely. Like and that's if you out here sucking dick every day of the week, that's your bi. And that's, don't and try that's, to be like, come on, yeah. whoa, whoa. Right. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Good luck with that. You know, make sure you, you rinse your mouth out. But no, rinse your mouth out. You were saying that there's nothing wrong with twerking, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with twerking. 
twerking. The problem with twerking is when you're doing it naked on camera for views, for clout. For and it'd be like, wow. I can't find a man because you're going to get all creeps. And you, like, f- and you, and something I saw today on Facebook too was uh, the word when somebody, a female, say, "Don't, don't let the word doing me, don't let doing me get you, make you not think that you're not a hooker, like not, that you're not a hoe." Like no, some people say, "Oh, I'm doing me." Like no, because doing girl, me you, for me, it's like I, right, I'm gonna just do me. That could be just going to the park, smoking yeah. some bud. Feeding the ducks, Ow. like yeah. <laughs> that's nice little vibe. That's nice little vibe on. you got going I on. I do that. <laughs> that's why I be chilling. But don't think, feed them bread. I think our, uh, I don't, don't feed, feed them bread. Ducks yeah. can't eat bread. They can't eat bread. But they I think I, I think I think we are hyperly sexualized out here, man. Like mm-hmm. everything, like you know, what I'm saying more people run a Twitter. Like I was seeing this. I seen something funny. So I can't. I be seeing funny shit all the time with things that I find funny. It was like uh, the commercial went like. I'm sick and tired of swiping left. I think I'm gonna find something that sticks forever. And Aww. I was like, oh wow, like because That's so cute. those type of those type of uh tenders, those app yeah. things, those type of things they are get up. yeah, they're for hooking up. And what happens is they become such a popular thing. Like nobody, you know, nobody really I don't feel like the people care about love. Like sex is mm-hmm. like it's like it, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like the it thing, like you know what I'm saying? Like he may not be, and even our songs, even the songs that we listen to, some of our songs that we listen to, really glorify that part of sex, where it's like he may not be good for me or she may not be good mm-hmm. for me, but the sex is so good, you know what I'm saying? Like Jacquees song, I'd rather be with you and all your bullshit. Like you rather be with her because she probably fucking you good, she probably topping right. you good, you probably getting all the ass you want, you probably getting the threesomes you want and all that, but that's not healthy. You I feel, feel me? like at a point you have to understand that. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like everybody's gonna go through that at least once or twice, maybe even three times in their life and then it's just like oh this is what's happening to yeah. me so I've like people don't self-evaluate enough nah I no like. and I, I, i've hooked up enough and i'm over that right now like mm-hmm. I've, I've done i think and that's you know, what happens you get to that yeah. point because you know what we've been through that like mm-hmm. you and i we weren't to college we were at a point where we were just doing us right. you know yeah. like see you when i see you type of shit right. you're not my man but right. you know i want a little hookup we gonna hook up right yeah. but at a certain point like that needs to stop there's mm-hmm. people in this world that are 35, 40 years yeah. old, still it's, living yeah, the same super, life. And I'm not saying you need to settle down and get married. And I'm not saying you need to do that, but you need to think more carefully yeah. about yourself and like what you're letting into your body and in your soul and your mental. Like yeah. that's a lot. That's like, a lot, man. That's why I say that. But I think that sometimes we can be even hyperly oversexualized with a lot of things. Like I feel like, uh, for me, um, it's some more baby mothers and baby fathers than there are families. Absolutely. And that's the truth, and that's a result of the hooking up culture. Mm-hmm. And that's a result of being hyperly sexualized. Um, I grew up in around like the early 90s. You know, I was one of the kids that snuck into the older parties and danced like Joe DeC and danced uh-huh. like Aaron Hall and do all the, and do Guy and Teddy Riley and all that stuff. Like, those things never made me look like, oh, I want to have a wife in the future. Right. I just wanted to be the party one. I was able to get into the party. And that's that's, all that's, that's, what, that's what, now. And that's all that's putting out. And as you get older, especially as for me being an older, like I'm 33 now, and as I'm getting older and like realizing like, damn, I've wasted a lot of time thinking like that. You know what I'm no, saying? And don't not ever paying think attention. you wasted your time. I always tell not, people, literally live with no regrets. Okay? Nah, no regrets. Literally. No like, regrets at all. But what I've realized is as, from yeah, as I realize now though is that like, you know, as I'm getting older now, it's just like, all right, so now I got to dial it back. Yeah. I got to dial mm. all that back, and I got to reform what I've been thinking or the way well, I've been running around for these for all these years. You said, you said, I'm tired of that. Like, I done hooked up so much, I'm just tired of it. It made me think about a conversation I had with a young, with another young gentleman, 
And he was like, oh, what's up, Pink? Da, da, da. And I'm just like, I just don't even feel like being talking to you right now. <laughs> and he's just like, what? I, I'm, I'm con- basically telling me he's convenient for me. And I'm just like, I'm over convenient. I just don't want it. He was like, oh, that mean, oh, you must have been ran through or something like that. And I was like, Ugh. why does that automatically Excuse me? ran through? No, 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 shit, no, 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 no. But I, this is how this person talks. So I knew what he meant by it. But I'm like, everybody value is different. Like, yeah. I could have got ran through five times, five different guys. That could be enough for me. For another mm-hmm. girl, it could be 20. For right. another yeah. girl, it could be two. Yeah. Like, listen, however you want to call it, I'm just done. Yeah. I want a person who loves love like how I love love. Mm-hmm. And that, done with the bullshit. Like, I just want to learn day. how to love, baby. Sex ain't mm-hmm. better than love. He's a singer too, y'all. I've been oh. out here in the streets and not to learn, learn, learn that. For I, real. <laughs> Going in. <laughs> Girl, you've been my teacher, nah, and I man. learned. Right? It's like once you start trying, a song, you man. can't stop you can't, it. Man, that's I a know good how, one, how, man. I'm, how I am. I I'm trying to change thing. my ways, man. Nah, but the hookup, hookup in today's society is it's just, wild. Somebody, got, listen. Once you, you have kids. Uh, yeah. Okay. Teach your children. Anybody who don't have kids, once you get these children, <laughs> teach these children yep. how to love love. That go for men and women. We always teaching women how to love men, but nobody teaching the men how to love the women. And that's the thing. Like, y'all just Yo. focus no on men. letting them be a man, be a man, be yeah. a man. How about be a man to a woman? Be no a man, man to a child. And be that's a it. man to men. Like, you don't have to be gay. You don't have to be a pedophile. Like, people don't know how to process emotion, so they turn into whatever they're lacking. Absolutely. So, can we... Just Absolutely. how to like teach, teach learn and, each other. Yeah, and, and what happens <laughs> is, and what happens love. is, sex covers the emotions. Mm-hmm. So oh, you what? have no emotions when it comes to sexualization, like because that's how you masking your emotions. You know what I could do sexually, pod? bro, and that's. Our sister girl, Chrissy, she mm-hmm. put up a pod for her uh, pod, a poll for her podcast mm-hmm. um, the other day about sex. And mm-hmm. the question was, are you in sex just to get your nut off? Or are you in it like for a deeper that. connection and love? And it more people said they were in it for a deeper connection than love. But the amount of people who said they were in it to get a nut off was insane to me. Like, it was almost half. Yeah. Because honestly, yeah. niggas got shit to do. Like I need but to get I, but it's big quick. that it must. It, but you know what it is though. Like I just said, I think that a lot of that is be based off no emotions. Exactly. Like no emotions and sex Which is, is just a problem. Like, if I can get a nut, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you go, oh man. I don't think sometimes it's glorified. You're going to, I'm just going to say this is glorified in hookup culture though. It I'm just saying is. at a certain point, you, we're all going to get to that point where we're done. And if you never get there, you just never get there. I feel like it's been like this. It's just social media shows what's already been there, so it looks like a lot. It's already been a lot. Yeah. You remember how like literally every summer we would see a whole bunch of girls pregnant, and then the winter come, everybody's having babies, all these baby showers in the springtime. Like it's always been like this. I think we it's just... grown now, though. I think like I think throughout the years, the growing. The growing yeah. of it you has like I think because it's glorified yeah. on social it's glorified media. More. I feel like, like social it's just media. getting younger. Act up, you can get clapped yeah. up, and then next thing you know, the whole everybody, the whole five, everybody knocked up. Act up, now you got knocked up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. But I think it's that because younger kids are doing it more. Because yeah. and that's and that's where it's at though. Aspiring to be baby mamas before they're aspiring to be. And I'm not saying that in the same way as young men. Why this girl tweeted like, I hate being a, mo- a baby mama. This shit is so ghetto. I yo, was cracking but, up. And that's the thing. Like, that's the thing our kids aim for. So baby ghetto. mothers and baby fathers, yo. And, and I think and I think a lot of people get away from trying to talk about husband and wife because they feel like 
like that's some like oh I'm not telling you to lock down be free for love free not. baby will listen, lock you down for a lot quicker yeah, than, you than, than a saying? Like, marriage will if you ask we me need, listen we need more husband and we need more husband and wives because when those when two people lock in like that they are able to talk to the youth about mm-hmm. Not going down that path of becoming baby mothers and baby fathers. Now, if we got more baby mothers and baby fathers than we have husbands and wives, then right. the, inf- the, con- the, inf- the information that needs to be transferred to our ch- children is kind of different. I know different. this technically should have been a, a, a bad question, okay. but <laughs> this goes with the hookup thing, kind of. Where in school, they're starting to teach about LGBTQ. Oh, okay. And I honestly feel like they should, like, y'all, I just feel like they're skipping steps. Like, yes. you're going straight to whether you're homo, hetero, trans, just, oh, my God. Yes. There's so many Bro, labels wild. now. <laughs> I feel like y'all didn't even get to regular, regular sex, sex and see what, what that is, know? like, how it makes you feel mentally, emotionally, blah, 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 because this is what we're supposed to do in order to reproduce biologi- yeah. biologically. Yeah. Okay, but you can realize we just- that these kids are being exposed to... LGBTQ lifestyles yeah. far before they're pushed. in school. I feel like, right? I feel like, like that's that, one of the push things on kids these days, bro. That's so pushed on our children, Whether bro. it's pushed on them or not, because I can say for me, mm-hmm. I believe that you're born. This right. is how you're born. Right. And if you don't know it right away, Damn. that's your business. I don't like believe that, that. If you don't know it right away, you don't know it right away. Yeah. But being having it pushed onto you might force you to be coming out more earlier than you want to, causing problems with your family earlier than you need to have them, depending on the type of family that you have, it it, it causes problems. That I way. know a child right now basically going through drag, like wearing, there's a young boy, like 13 years old, wearing lashes and nails and makeup and just belly shirts. Wow. I had, had <laughs> I had a, shoot, what is, how was he? He had to be all of eight at the time. And he wasn't going through drag, but, you know, his mother was a lesbian, and he was, mm. you know, coming out the same way. A lot of his attitude and temperament was very, very girly and stuff mm. like that, and all those things. And I'm just like, and when he say that, when he used to say like, oh, "I'm gonna be," I'm like, "But you don't know what you're gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know. You don't have no. There is no. This is what you're gonna be because of who you are as a child. Mm-hmm. I know a bunch of young men. I know a young man, God rest his soul, that passed away. And he was whole childhood. I was like, this, he's going to be a gay man. Like, he had to be. You <laughs> hang out with him. Like, and it's fine, but, like, that's what you're going to be. Out of nowhere, he just became super pimpish, super mm-hmm. thug. And, you know what I'm saying, this down the third. And it kind of blew my mind. Like, yo, I, people change, you know? And people I think, And I think, but I think for me, because I don't, I'm not one that agree that, uh, I don't believe that people are born that way. I, I believe it comes, I became, it becomes a choice at one point or another. Right. Because that young man, he probably acted like he was gay all his life, but never had a sexual encounter of being right. homosexuality. Right. So at that point, he's not gay. You right. know, and I think it became the point to where if he would have in, in, in acted into a sexual act, then mm-hmm. now he wouldn't know he's gay. Because I only knew that he was not gay when I, I realized that maybe he was not, maybe he right. was not gay because I didn't know. Maybe he was not gay because he had kids. So right. I was like, oh, so, you know, you changed whole, you know, you're not twerking in the streets no more. Running through our hoods, turking on the streets, no more with homeboy. You out here making this money and, and fucking all these hoes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where you at, but whatever it is, it fits for you. So, like, for me, I think uh, I had to tell him that. I think that uh, when it comes to homosexuality and our children, I feel like um, the first thing is, is in the household. You have to teach these kids that there there are people that are gay, there are people that are straight, and there's nothing wrong. I mean, if that's how you feel, whatever you may feel, just have the conversation with them. Mm-hmm. You know, having that conversation... 
you know, eliminates all the confusion and all of Absolutely. the, you know, and all the different, uh, you know, opinions home. because it has mm-hmm. to start at home. Like, yeah, my you know, there was a mother that said to me, I would rather me introduce the subject because I can't modify what you're showing or telling my child because every child processes things differently and if you just showing them movies of people getting this change and that change I feel like that's too much for my 10 year old daughter like I feel like that's too much for my 8 year old son because they're not even hitting puberty yet but yet we're showing them private parts of my child doing all like it's just you're making them think about too many options too when many like, options, <laughs> but like the thing is, it, it starts young. this young though because this is the stuff that they're seeing on social media parents need to realize that they need to censor their child's social media uh, at yeah. the same time they're not just getting this stuff from nowhere like right. no. an eight-year-old child who thinks he's gay he may really be attracted to boys we don't really know, don't know. but he wouldn't know anything about that unless he's, seen, unless he's seen it so that needs to start with the parents at home who need to censor what their children are seeing schools wouldn't have to be teaching this stuff in school to eight nine and ten year olds if the parents and weren't allowing their children on these to, social yeah. medias and these tv shows and these movies and whatever right because then it's, you know, that small group of kids whose parents are allowing them to do it, and now it's being brought into school and being shared with the whole. Right. Yeah. Now school has to do something about yeah. it. Right? They think, have no choice to do something about it because now 30-something kids. Yeah. Right. I think we got, to, I think though, I think as much as I, I don't believe in censorship, I think the world got just like so free that you can't even have an opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, what everybody wanted to be pro this and pro, 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 pro. The moment you have an opinion, you looked at as if somebody that's a hater or objective. Well, like, so be everybody it. has an opinion. Everybody so has that. So like, when it comes to growth, like, when it comes yeah, to me children. too. Like, when it comes to children, it's like that. You can't older, change. You can't change. You can't change the way that, you know, our kids are have to be growing up because mm-hmm. nowadays they'll blow past growing up. Like, yeah. they'll be already adults. Like, ain't no growing up. I'm already at the part where I'm after like, you are, after ready you, to move. Once past. you're an adult in my household, you do what you want. But yeah. in my household, it's going to be very traditional. Yeah, so it's going to be. I'm so sorry. I think, I think, um, the conversation of Burton and Ernie, you know, like becoming such a, a are they gay and not like that? I think that just sparked a whole. I thought they thing. were like I mean, brothers. I, I thought with they were brothers. And at that same point, why does that even matter? They're not even real people. Right, they're right. not even real human beings. Right. Nobody cares if Bernie Ernie is, is gay because guess what? They're not really fucking in life. Oh, <laughs> but they said Mr. Ratburn just got married to a man. You an author, bro. You you feel me? Like that's that how so that's funny. how wild that the world is. Is that we have to really go into our cartoons where our kids is at and then put that in mind and make them have all I these questions you can't. I understand the idea behind yeah. it. The idea oh, yeah. is like to be more inclusive. To be more inclusive, yeah. You know, there are kids out here who have two dads and two yep. moms and so those kids want to see themselves in, you know, the things that, the, that they're ingesting on TV. Mm-hmm. The same way, you know, the, was it the Cheerios commercial had the black mom and the white dad and yeah. that was a whole big conversation. Like, people want to see themselves in the, the but their products. This Dig this though. Check this out though. Right. But all that being done, there's not a lot of shows. There's no TV shows out there with biracial couples. Um, there's I mean, not a lot of biracial shows that couples. That's that, and that's one of the biggest. That's booming. So we skip past. We skip past one of the biggest things. I think race is such a such a big thing when it comes to our children too, as well. Knowing who they are as black people, knowing they are mixed kids, because everybody, even as mixed kids, in you know. 
you have a lane too as well. Somebody, some people don't have, not a lot, a lot of our kids are growing up nowadays in mixed households right. and they don't see that on TV. They don't know what that's like. Because no, that's absolutely. not the white man's agenda. Exactly. The white man agenda is not to show mixed like races. You. It's not. But they'll it's show not. homosexuality can, in the heartbeat. Yeah, right, because they they'll gay feed as hell. Kids. They exactly. be doing mad stuff. Like, wild truth shit. be told, like, I know a, a couple older white men and to listen, mm-hmm. okay? I can just tell they be doing a little something, something. Yeah. Okay? So they will push that because they want the for their be, private yeah. life to be accepted. hmm but they what what is not their private life is they don't care about at all. A, a, a white man dating a black girl, girl or an, an an Asian woman dating a Hispanic man like yeah. they're not they don't they're not it's not I'm crossing their mind. I always think about the movie Life. <laughs> like who the father of the chocolate headed baby? <laughs> like I the baby right? I the baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I think more shows need to be like that, and that's something I want to work on. I want to have it before I pass away. I do definitely want to put out a TV show that's biracial couples, man, and yeah. raising up in a biracial family. Because I'm telling you, that's a, that's a that's a different dynamic, bro. That's a different dynamic growing up biracial house, man. Like that's a totally different dynamic yeah, because what people it's bring. Like, what do you? Yeah, what do you with, tell your children? With the, like you bring different things into Cultures. it, and like especially culture when you have to talk about racism and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and slavery and. All that, like you gotta explain that to your black you son and mixed kid. Crazy? You know that's wild. Colonization. I, Colonization. I grew up in a biracial household, but it was my yeah. mother, my white mother, who's the right. one who was teaching me this stuff. See, see that's good. She was the one who taught me. My father, no part. OG. Well, you know my mom's a G, but <laughs> yeah. like my father had no part in in teaching me about black history at all. Like, yeah. and he's an educator. Mm. She's an educator, but he's more like my mother teaches young children. Yeah, um, but I think that's good, like, though. I think that's he that had didn't. no part in it, which is insane to me. You think that they would, like, be a team at it. Mm-hmm. At, he was more like, no, like, sweep it under the rug, like, no, keep it from her, like, mm-hmm. try to keep oh, yeah? it. In his mind, it was more like a protection thing, I guess. Mm. I don't really know. I don't try to think about yeah, what I, try, I, I would brain. think, but, yeah. Like, I mean, he date was, mostly white women, so there's, like, not no, solely white women. Oh. <laughs> okay, I mean, <laughs> solely from what women. I know, it was mostly. <laughs> I didn't know it was solely. But, you know, sometimes they said that something that you not you're you're not comfortable with yourself and then for the fact that he had children it was right. like don't teach them the black side right like, and my mother right. made sure we grew up just, around you know like, black like, people what, and, and, yeah. there's and something a black community you, like my father had no part in that that was all my mother making yeah. sure and that we a, knew our our people in our life and you know our history and our heritage that had nothing to your do with mother it, which was is insane. in the black community yeah. she's in the and that's, black and community. that's, but, like, that's dope, why i need to bring that up because he's saying like the dynamic of a biracial household is crazy and it is absolutely insane because you have to know because just like you said like if your mother didn't press that issue though, and that's key for your mom to press that issue to you because that's what we we need more that in our community more more Caucasian to understand that struggle, understand yeah. why why we go through certain things that we're going through and why certain things happen, you know, the way we act or why we react to certain things and you know those things because if they do not understand that, then you cannot raise this child the right way. Because for me, like I'm gonna be like a Black Panther. <laughs> but that's why. But that's you why I like her mother a lot because she don't just understand. She's showing action. Yeah. Like, cause understanding only go but so far. I used to always tell people, "What's in your head is what's in your head." Like, great. But I need you. I need to see this. Yeah. I need to see. I I don't live in that brain with you, so I need to see what you really feel. Mm-hmm. Most people are like, "Oh, I understand the struggle," but still be like, <laughs> "Yeah, still be on a." It's, it's that I'm not a racist. Stay but, away from my child, black <laughs> it's man. It's that I'm not a racist. It's, it's that I'm not a racist, but now nah, you can't date my no, daughter. Once, <laughs> but once now you can't date another. Yeah, what's yes, yours? What you got? Uh, we only got a few, but this is mine. I'm dating, and this one's a little heavy. I'm dating a guy who wants me to convert my religion. What should I do? <sighs> I'm saying this: you're only dating. 
Right. So until the conversation of marriage is on the table, right? Um, then there's nothing to do. That solves it. Well, yeah, I know me. <laughs> I always speak on an Islam point of view, and you can be whatever you are. I mean, there's going to be a point where he's going to ask you to convert, yeah. but there's really no shame on him. He would just have to like try to raise his kids to be a Muslim, but that's really it. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, the way I see it, as long as you are are a God fearing person. We could work it then out. We could work it yeah. out. I'm actually, we can make it work. for me, I'm, I feel the same way. If you're a God for in person, we could work it out. Like, I'm actually thinking about converting myself. So, I'm in that process of doing some of that little, like, I think I'm going to go into Islam or something like that. Like, I've studied Christianity and Islam in college. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've always been, I'm very spiritual. I'm not saying I'm the most religious person, but I'm very, very God fearing and very spiritual based on how I was raised. That seems like a very like, like, strong topic these days. Like, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Yeah. And I'm just it like, is. but you know why? Because church has, become so monetized yes. and so political yes. people don't want to go to church and it's not the truth and it's not the truth like if you uh christianity it's not all told the truth you know like a lot of things about christianity they they, they exclude history right mm-hmm. and that's the bad part of religion right. you can't exclude what was really going on you can't exclude history i'm just personal you know, like, my 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 thing yeah, with church like, is personal yeah i would never forget i went to church in these pants and he made that whole sermon about me <laughs> and i did not know he was talking about me but i'm looking down and i'm like <laughs> I guess I am. Yeah, but Don't like, hear what pants up, but nobody told me the 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 dress code. The dress code. Like, I thought you I looked about my nice. Pants, pastor, I honestly thought but you back I there stealing nice. the people money, pastor. You out okay, there stealing like, money. I don't even. You I don't know me? his whole background, but I just <laughs> felt like why was why single someone who's trying to see what you guys are about? Just like now, that's I've been to that church a million times. That's the only experience I could really leave with, right? Yeah. Because it was like directed towards me and I was only there like it's like my third time there or something I went after more after but then I stopped going because he was just wilding yeah. and I'm just like females can't wear pants when, where is that you mm-hmm. didn't read the sermon on that but you made a sermon off of it and I was just looking around like what <laughs> like why would you want to turn somebody away from, from what church. you want to be preaching to bring people in like God is love and love is God so yeah. why wouldn't you want me to it was just weird it was weird and I can see why church Turn people away, yeah. like it turns people start people having it in their house, mm-hmm. like all the way off. Like man, I don't got time for this man. Right. <laughs> I, I remember my pastor used to have like he used to have uh, the sermons about gay people. Oh my god, <laughs> I used to sit in the back of the church and just look at all the men in the church that yeah. is like that you could tell a little fanboy and just watch it get uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm like, man. and that's sad because a lot it's of gay sad. people want to go to church. It's yeah. sad. It's they a sad. Lo- thing, you would be surprised man. some gay but people you, that but, just but, love but God. You, like you'd be surprised person. how many pastors are gay, like, <laughs> and they're not telling you, like, and they're not saying thing. nothing. Like a lot of flamboyant. Like, shoot, just a couple weeks ago we had a pastor come to our church, and I'm and I'm the type of person I sit in the back. I like to just listen. Sometimes I like to pray. I'm a praying person. Mm-hmm. I love to pray, and that's something that I like to do. So sometimes I go to churches to hear what they're saying, go do some research, or just come and pray. So I went in there one time, and he was flamboyant as ever, and I'm like. I wonder how my pastor feels about it. Like, right. does, my pastor, does that cross his mind? Right. Does that cross anybody's mind that how flamboyant this pastor is up there? <laughs> and if he was gay, what would they say? Like, because no, you know, sometimes our church is loud. They see, <laughs> no, no, seriously. Sometimes they see that. <laughs> yeah, you know as, what you're talking about. <laughs> sometimes they see that as, like, oh, he's being strong. He's you being know, strong. like, he looks like he flam. <laughs> like, he's, he's flam, but. You know, he stands to the He's like, ooh, child, let me get out religion. of here for the God and God. And I'm like, hey, man, all right, all right. 
He's like, oh, he's cool. staying strong. Like, he got a wife, right? Like, everybody always got a wife, right? He got a wife, right? If he okay. got a wife, it's all good. And that keeps people going. got a wife, it's all good. It's all good. It don't matter what he's doing in his private time. Listen, man. And honestly, it really, that's really what it is. He got a wife, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. All the other stuff that he's doing, he got to repent to God about that. And I was just about to say, that's about to say, like, at the end of the day, the only person, your judgment day is not from us. That comes from God, man. That's the only thing. So, for me, as long as you're happy and doing it right by others, then, like, you know, just be true on who you are and who you want to be. And, okay. like, and anybody that got a pain in judgment, like, that's up to you and God. Yeah, Torian, it was great to have you. Right? Yo, it was great to be up here, we man. We had a really good time. I appreciate it. I had a great time, man. And, like, you know, uh, like I said, Personal Space TV um, on the YouTube channel. You can find our YouTube first season, second season. We're about to work on the third season. It's about to get real different i got, got full control over it now so like i'm gonna be traveling places i definitely want to return the favor have y'all come and pop out or y'all can, hey. i'll come up here bring the cameras up and i'll interview y'all this is the first interview i've ever had like really? as far as y'all i'm always on the other end i'll always interview other people oh what I'm you did well, I good job. enjoyed it yeah, yeah, yeah I, I never get the one to be interviewed so I, this is my first time and i appreciate it i like that i like sitting on the gun pew, pew, pew. we had a good time <laughs> y'all thank you so much for tuning in to pink lady show we are in the midst of season two Right, so freaking awesome. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend about Pink Lady Show. You can find us everywhere that podcasts are streaming: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Breaker, Castbox, all that good shit. <laughs> all that good. All find that. us, uh, follow us, like, rate, subscribe. Pink Lady Show on all social media. Thank you guys for listening. This has been great. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Peace. Peace.